1996, Bill Gates said, content is king. And boy was he right. Three decades later, it still occupies the throne. For lawyers, law firms, and companies serving the legal industry, content marketing and thought leadership marketing are must if they want to build their books of business or increase their revenues. Hi, I'm Wayne Pollock. I'm a former AmLaw 50 senior associate who discovered the world of content marketing and thought leadership marketing and hasn't looked back. In each episode of this podcast, I interview lawyers and legal industry in-house marketers who are doing big things with their content marketing and thought leadership marketing. This is Legally Contented. Welcome to episode number 20 of Legally Contented. I'm your host, Wayne Pollock. This is a practice pointer episode where I give you some food for thought that hopefully helps you and your colleagues do bigger things with your content marketing and thought leadership marketing efforts. In this episode, say you want to be a thought leader, huh? You better take a stand in your thought leadership content. When lawyers want to be thought leaders, when they want to be authorities and experts in the areas of law that they practice, they often publish what we call thought leadership content where they're analyzing recent court cases, recent proposed or enacted legislation, uh, recent administrative agency actions like from the SEC or the DOJ. That's all well and good. And that's something that we are familiar with. But what few attorneys actually do in their thought leadership is take a stand. They so rarely have an opinion. And the irony, of course, is that if they want to be a thought leader, they need to lead. They need to lead with their thoughts, lead with their opinions and take a stand. I want to give you a couple reasons why attorneys need to have opinions and can't be wishy-washy in their thought leadership. First, as I alluded to before, leaders lead. If you want to be known as a thought leader in a particular area of law, you have to have an opinion. You can't just always report the legal news, report what actually happened in a court or with a proposed piece of legislation. You need to come down on one side or the other. Is this good? Is this bad? Who are the winners? Who are the losers? Was this an example of a legislature overreaching? Was this the example of a court getting something wrong? Take a stand and have an opinion. Thought leaders don't play it safe. They take a stand. They are not afraid to have an opinion. And even when we're talking about court decisions or administrative agency actions or legislation, it's okay to take a stand and have an opinion. Another reason why it's important for you to take a stand in your thought leadership is because if you don't, your target audience might perceive that as a problematic. They might see that as perhaps an indication that you don't care enough about the topic or the area of law, or that you're not knowledgeable about it. After all, if you didn't really know the details or you didn't really know the context, it's easy to just report on what happened. But if you know the way that the law works, if you know all of the nuances and nooks and crannies about a particular area of law, you are more knowledgeable and you have more of a, a grasp of where this development fits in in the broader scheme of things. And that can come through when you have an opinion about this particular legal development. And number three, and arguably the most important, if you don't take a stand, then it's not clear to your target audience that you have their interests at heart. So for example, if you're a plaintiff's attorney and a Supreme Court case in your state comes down a particular way and you don't act like this is an affront to anyone who's injured or to any would-be plaintiff, then you might have some plaintiffs, some would-be clients think, huh, 
Well, does he even care about us? Likewise, if you are, let's say, an FDA regulatory attorney at a large corporate law firm, and you have an FDA decision or some issue or some development regarding the FDA, and you're not coming across as being in the corner of your clients, that is, the people and the companies that are before the FDA seeking regulatory approval, if you don't seem like you are in sync with how they view the world, you might not be perceived as someone that they want to hire, and you may not be perceived as an authority because you are not really advocating for them. You are kind of just right in the middle saying about the pros and cons, and you're not really giving them a reason to come to you and think that you are backing them and have their interests at heart. It is easy for lawyers when they create thought leadership marketing content to just simply report on what a decision is, whether it's a piece of legislation, a court decision, or an administrative agency action. But the true thought leaders, the people who are perceived by target audiences and by the industry as leaders take stands. They have opinions. Some are sharper than others, but the key is that they are known to have an opinion. That's why they're perceived as leaders. They're not afraid to stray from the pack and have an opinion. That's what solidifies their position as an authority. Well, that's a wrap for this practice point episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you receive some value from the episode, please leave a review for us on your favorite podcast platform and maybe tell one, two, or even 10 of your colleagues about the podcast. If you have a content marketing or thought leadership marketing topic you would like us to discuss on a future Practice Pointer episode, please email us at hello at legallycontented.com. Hello at legallycontented.com. Until next time, thanks again for tuning in to Legally Contented.